Hello, 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 and thank you so much for joining me for the podcast of The True Power From Within. I do pray each and every day that this podcast touches you in the most amazing and encouraging way. So, we have talked about vision. We have talked about healing. And today, I want to talk about growth. Um, I'm going to be coming out of the uh, book of 1 Corinthians chapter 3. And I want to talk about growth for a minute because we oftentimes think of growth as something as in material form. We, you know, of course, I'm always talking about this, taught by society that growth is when you have a certain amount of money in your bank account or when you have a certain type of car or a certain type of home or, um, you know, when you're at a certain place in your life, right, where your life seems to look perfect. Um, but in fact, growth is, is not at all that. Growth is something that has to do with your mindset. It has to do with your heart. Um, it has to do with your soul. And we sometimes miss that part, right? So we want to look perfect on the outside. We want to smile and use presets and filters and everything and make, make it look like our life is perfect, right? When in fact, it's by far perfect. And we have some growth that we need to do, right? And it's not financially and it's not materialistic things. It's we need to grow on the inside. Our heart needs to grow. Our mind needs to grow. And the only way that we can do that is through God is through the word, is through our prayers. Um, and, and here's what I want to uh, talk about. I'm going to start uh, it's chapter 3, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, um, verse 7. So it says, so, neither, so then neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything but only God who gives the growth. Now he who plants and he who waters are one. And each will receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are God's co-workers. You are God's field, God's building. So, in this scripture, and I'm going to read a couple more and I'm going to break it down. But in, in this scripture, it tells us that we can't grow on our own, right? We can plant. We can water. We can pull the weeds. Uh, we can do all of these things, but we are not responsible for our growth in God. God is the one that is going to produce, right? He is the one that is going to multiply in our lives, right? And then if you go down to, um, let me see, which one is it? Um, we'll start at verse 10. According to God's grace that was given to me, I have laid a foundation as a skilled master builder and another builds on it. But each one who is to be careful how he builds on it, for the one, for no one can lay any other foundation than what has already been laid. So to me, what this is saying is our foundation is the very, is our, is our past, right? Our foundation is um, what we were a product of in the past, right? So maybe you were an addict or you were abused or you went through trauma or you had divorced parents or you were homeless or all of these other things, right? Is the foundation in which we started, right? 
And keep in mind that our story is written in his book before we were even born, okay? So the foundation is what built us, right? And I know in my particular story, um, you know, trauma, abuse, addiction, prison, all of these things were the foundation. I had divorced parents, right? I had uh, mommy issues. I had so many things and that is what I built my foundation on right? But, but in God's mind, because my story was created well before my time, right? My foundation in my eyes was broken. My foundation in my eyes was not normal. My foundation in my eyes was I was unworthy. I was not enough. I was unlovable. I was ugly. I was fat. I was this, right? All of these things is what I, in my mind, built my foundation on, right? And I think a lot of times in our mind, we build our foundation based on our brokenness. We build our foundation based on our hurts and our pains and our distrust and our insecurities and our unworthiness and our weight and our looks and our, how we dress. We build our foundation on all of these things, right? But God's intention of our foundation was not for us to be broken, was not for us to not love ourselves or feel like we're unlovable or that we're not enough or that we're not worthy, right? He built our foundation for his purpose, right? He built our foundation. Now, our foundation was built correctly, right? But just as if you have a house, right? And, um, you know, over the years, if you don't keep the dirt and stuff around the foundation, if it doesn't stay moist, right, it begins to crack, right? Then it causes the house to shift, right? And then sometimes the foundation will get cracks in it. It's no different in our lives because our foundation gets cracked, right? We get hurt or we get abused or we get into an addiction and our foundation gets a crack in it right? And so even though those, the people that fix the foundation, they can come in, they can dig up underneath your house, they can level it back out, right? They can, they can, they can fix it. Well, God is that one for us. Even though in our eyes, our foundations are so cracked, right? Our, we have shifted, right? Because of the weight of the world. We've shifted because of the weight of our, our pains and our struggles and our abuse and our addiction and all that society is, is telling us, right? Um, and so we're broken. We're cracked. But God is the one that can produce the growth in our lives that will level that foundation back out. That will fix those cracks, right? That will fix the brokenness. He is the one. And it says that there can't be another foundation laid, right? So if you have a house and your foundation is cracked, right? You've got to destroy the entire house, to get that foundation out, right? I know that if you drive through old neighborhoods, sometimes old, old houses have fell down, but the foundation still remains. And it's no different in our lives, right? 
even though we feel broken, we feel beat down, sometimes God is just saying, you know what, let me just, let me just clear, the, clear the foundation, right? I need to fix some things. I need to level the foundation back out, right? I need to add some few things, right? And so he begins to add things to our foundation, right? He begins to repair the brokenness and the, the limiting beliefs. He starts to repair our foundation, right? So that we can plant and build and, and be a better version of ourselves if we trust and believe that he can do it. He is the author and finisher of our faith, right? We have to believe that God can repair those cracks in our foundation. We have to believe that he can repair the brokenness, right? And so as we go down, it says, If anyone builds on the foundation with gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay, or straw, each one's work will become obvious. So that tells us that when God begins to repair our brokenness, right? People are going to begin to see that, right? People are going to begin to see, oh, she's, she's healing. Wow. She's, she's sober. Oh my goodness. She, she got over that abuse, right? She went to therapy and, you know, now she's dealing with her mess and, and, and now she's, you know, she's healing and her foundation is, is getting stronger, right? And it says for the day we'll disclose it because it will be revealed So it says, each one's work will become obvious for the day will disclose it because it will be revealed by fire. The fire will test the quality of each one's work. If anyone's work that has, that he has built survives, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned up, he will experience loss. He himself will be saved, but only as through fire. So let me break that down for you. Okay, it doesn't say that when the foundation is broken, right, and God has begun to repair that foundation, right? He's begun to work in you, right? He's softened your heart. He's helped you with your insecurities and your limiting beliefs, and and he's you know you're you're working through the past and and the foundation that was originally there, right? He's he's repairing the cracks in your foundation. He's repairing the brokenness, right? People will begin to see that you are growing. People will begin to see that you are healing. But here, here, here's the thing. It will be tested, right? Through the fire. Let's talk about that for a minute. Because there's going to be moments when people don't believe you. There's going to be moments when even though you've changed, other people don't see that, right? There's going to be moments when your faith is tested, your belief is tested, your hope is tested, your character is tested, right? Because it says that it will go through the fire. Now we talked about vision. We talked about healing, right? And now we're going to talk about growth. Can you survive the brokenness, of course. Can you survive the growth? Absolutely. But the question is, can you survive when people don't believe in you? 
when people question you. Let me tell you a story. So yesterday, um, you know, I've talked about this before. Uh, we act, we have a two-story house right now, right? So there's some other things that we need to work on before we can get a mortgage, all right? But we know that we cannot stay in a two-story house with Destiny for another year, right? She's getting too big to carry up and down the stairs, um, and she's extremely heavy. She's been sharing a room with us since we got her, and it's time for her to have her own room and her own space and all of those things, right? But we need it to be downstairs, so the nurse has access to it. Anyways, things of that nature, right? So we said, okay, we're going to just, we're going to get another home and we're going to, you know, it's only temporary, right? So we were talking about this yesterday. So I actually went and looked at, looked at a couple of homes. So then I was going to <clears throat> fill out the application. And as soon as I got on there, um, I started reading all the requirements and things of that nature. And um, I noticed that they said, if you've ever been convicted of any type of drug charge, they will never accept you. You will be denied immediately. We are almost in 2022, okay? My conviction was in 2009. So then I keep getting all these text messages all day long saying, oh, we've reduced the rent for these houses. We've reduced the rent for this house that you went to. Then I get a personal text message from somebody that works there, some lady. And she's like, yeah, um, here's the link to go fill out the application. We're excited. We would love for you. And I, and I simply text her back. And this is what I said. I said, unfortunately, because your company doesn't believe in second chances, I'm not going to be able to rent from you. I said, my conviction was in 2009. And I've come a million miles since then. But unfortunately, that's your company rules, and you guys don't believe in checking chances. So we will not be doing business with you. You know what she said? No worries. Now, that could have put me in a place of upset. I could have been mad. I could have felt defeated, right? I could have felt broken again. But you know what I told my husband? That's just not the one. It's just not the one. Because sometimes you have to understand that what your worth is, right? Your foundation may have been cracked and may have been broken and may have got a little uneven, right? But God is the God of growth, okay? I have to rely on God to direct me in the direction that I need to go, right? Maybe those houses were just, weren't the right one, right? We weren't supposed to be in that area or in that home, right? We, he has something better for us. Even though we have to wait another season, right? But God is the one that does the growth and the blessings. Even though that company does not know me, they don't know how far I've come. They don't know that I do a podcast. They don't know anything about me. But sometimes people will never see how far you've come. They will only see where you used to be. So my question is, is when you get into a position or you get into a situation or you're going through the fire or you're going through a storm, right? 
Can you stand firm in that fire knowing that God is the one that is going to bring you out? Can you stand firm in that fire, right? Can you stand firm in your brokenness? Can you stand firm in your cracked foundation? Can you stand firm when your foundation is not level? And know that God is the one that is producing the growth and the miracles in your life. Because we can plant the seed, right? So I... I started researching homes, right? I found the homes. We can water the seed. I went to look at the homes, right? We began to talk about the homes. We decided to pick which one we wanted. We started looking at all the options. Would Destiny have to change schools? How much farther would our nurse have to drive? How much farther would my husband have to drive? All of these things, right? But even though we can plant the seed, we can water the seed, but God is responsible for the rest, so we, when we get into a situation like this, can we trust and believe that even when things don't go our way, even when people judge us or don't believe in us or think we're crazy or talk about us, can we still stand firm and know that God is the builder of our foundation? He is the one that is responsible for our growth. Can we trust and have faith in him to know that even though people are talking about us, even though we don't have a million followers on Facebook and Instagram or TikTok, or even though we don't feel like we are worthy enough to own a business or we're not smart enough or qualified enough to do a podcast or to share God's word, can we trust and know that God is responsible for our growth? When the storm comes, right, our foundation stands but sometimes the house is destroyed, right? Or sometimes we have broken windows or we have trees that flew over. Can we withstand the storm by having faith and belief to know that God is going to grow us through that? That we're going to come out unburned, right? We're going to come out not even smelling like smoke because we relied on him and not on us. We tuned out those people who were talking about us or the people that were trying to hold us back, right? Or the people that didn't believe in our vision. Because I can tell you something. People talk about me. I know they do. They're like, oh, this girl, you know, here she is, you know. No, it's because I have chosen to not be broken, right? I've chosen to go through the fire and be tested, right? Because it's not easy to go up against the people that abused you. It's not easy to speak your truth. It's not easy to get out to the world why you hurt and why you became an addict and why you were so angry and you were so bitter. It's not easy to talk against people in your family when you're learning to speak your truth because you're fearful of judgment. You're fearful of the backlash that you're going to get, right? And I've got that, right? I've been told that I need to stop talking about my life because it's embarrassing somebody else. I have been told that I need to quit playing like this is a pity party. This isn't a pity party because this is my life, my truth, my growth. This is my future. People 
do not like it when God is trying to grow you and bring you into another season. People don't like it when you learn to say no and speak your truth. People don't like it when, you're, when you are no longer allowing them to dictate your life or your story or your voice. But just know that it says right here in this word that we can plant and we can water, but God is the one who does the growth. Can you trust in him? That even though your foundation is broken, even though your foundation is cracked, even though you feel like you're not worth it or you're disqualified or you don't see anything happening, can you trust him to level back out that foundation? I mean, we'll call a company to come out to our home and completely dig up our whole yard and we will trust them to, you know, put jacks underneath the house to lift the foundation back up and then fill it all in and make sure that it's right. We'll trust them with the foundation of something that we live in, right? Then why can't we trust God as our life foundation? Why can't we have faith to know that even though we feel like we're not moving right now, maybe we're in a season where he's trying to show us a few things or sometimes we feel like we're not hearing him. Sometimes we're crying out and we're feeling like the storm is never going to end, right? And we feel like uh, the disciples and Jesus when they were on the boat, remember, and the storm came and it was a really bad storm and here's Jesus just snoring away in the back, right? When we get into these storms and we feel like our foundation is being shaken, Can we rely and trust in God to know that even though we're going through a storm, we're shaken, we're broken, we're cracked, that God is in the midst and he is growing and flourishing us. That he's trying to show us our purpose. Did you know that if you don't know what your purpose is, you cannot have vision? Where are those cracked places in your foundation? Where, where are those places that, you know, God has said, okay, this is cracked, but I can fix this. I just need you to trust in me. Oh, you're a little, you're a little off balance. I'm going to need to, you know, kind of dig some things up and take some roots out of there. You know, you've, you, sometimes we have roots from trees in our front yard or our backyard that grow up underneath our house and mess with the foundation. He said, what if I need to pull some roots out, Right. What if I need to prune a few things? Are you willing to allow him to prune? Are you willing to allow him to get rid of the things that are no longer serving you? Are you willing to let go of those negative thoughts, those negative beliefs about yourself? Are you willing to, even though some company won't rent to you because you have a convicted felon years ago and they won't give you a second chance, Are you still willing to keep going even in the midst of adversity? Even when you feel like all is lost? Are you willing to trust God for the growth? Are you willing to go through the wilderness and that wilderness season so that he can can mold you and create you and Fix the, the leaks and the cracks in your foundation. Are you willing to trust him in those seasons? 
through the fire, through the storms, through the pruning, through cutting back, through taking out the roots. Maybe he's trimming you a little bit. Maybe he's trimming some things away. The negative thoughts, the lack of belief, the lack of faith, the lack of hope. Maybe he's just trimming some things back and he's trying to show you a few things. You know, I I know that at the beginning or in the spring, I went outside and I was cutting back our trees in our front yard and in our backyard because they had grown so much that you couldn't walk underneath them and you couldn't see anything, right? Our over our tree in the front yard was so overgrown that there was no light getting to around the tree. So it was all dirt. And I got out there and I began to prune away the branches at the bottom that was no longer serving the tree. Right? So I, I, I cut those branches back, right? So the sun could shine onto my yard and, and, and the grass could grow. See, sometimes God is just trying to prune a few things from us, right? He needs to get rid of this branch and that branch and this branch and that branch so that the, the light can shine. Because sometimes we get so overgrown, Right? We've got so much going on that God's like, listen, you don't have to take on all of that at one time. Let's just cut one branch at a time, right? Let's just deal with one thing at a time. It's okay to go through the fire. It's okay to have broke, have a broken foundation or a cracked foundation or a foundation that's not exactly flat and perfect. But can you trust God when you feel like your whole foundation is shaking? Can you trust him when maybe he's, he's trying to fix your foundation and he's taking some things out and he's adding a few things and you're like, I see this happening, but I don't see this happening, right? Can you trust him in those moments where he's growing you even when there's still cracks in your foundation? Because he is the one that is responsible for the growth. We can't grow ourselves. We can't fix ourselves. We can be a co-worker, as, as the word says. We are God's co-worker. But he is the boss. He is the owner. He is the creator. He is the one of abundance and blessings and promises. So even though we're broken, right? Because of all of the things that happened in our past, as we grow in as children and young adults and things begin to happen, we begin to get these cracks in our foundation. Maybe our foundation got cracked years and years ago, like mine did. But God says, I'm repairing that foundation, right? There's the seed, there's the watering, but allow me to do the growth. Trust me, have faith and hope and courage to know that I am in the midst and I am going, even though you feel like you're going through the fire, you feel like things are being lost and broken and tore up, God says, just trust me in the storm because when you come out, you've been tested, right? And so when you come out 
and you're unburned. You don't even smell like smoke, right? Even though you went through a storm, your home is still standing. Even though you went through a financial loss, God still provided. Even though you went through a hardship or a broken relationship or a divorce or whatever it is or a sickness, God was still there repairing your foundation for when you came through to the other side. So today, I encourage you to just trust God. We all have broken foundations. We all have cracks in our foundation. We all need a good leveling, right? But God is the God of of growth, the blessings and abundance. And today, I encourage you to get in agreement with God that even though you're broken, even though you don't see things happening, even though you feel like you've come too far, you know, or you've gone, made too many mistakes, you haven't. God laid that foundation. And even though people and, and things and, you know, traumas and addictions and divorce and all of these things have given you cracks in your foundation, he said, don't worry. Don't worry. You can't build another foundation, but I got you. I'm going to repair those cracks. I'm going to level out your foundation, right? I'm going to build you a new house. But can you withstand the storm? Can you withstand the the people talking about you? Can you withstand the people that are going to reject you? Who are never going to believe you? Who are never going to love you? Who are never going to play a role in your life other than what role they play right now? Can you trust God in those seasons? Today, rely on God for your growth. Pray to him and say, God, I can't do this on my own, right? My foundation is broken. It's cracked. It's unlevel. My house is just totally crooked. But God, I trust you to repair those cracks in my foundation. I trust you to take me through the fire Because I know through you, I'm going to come out on the other side. And I'm going to be stronger. And I'm going to be better. And I'm going to um, have hope and faith and courage to know that even though I'm going through the storm and people are talking about me and people don't like me, people don't believe in me, people aren't supporting me, I know, God, that you are the God of growth and that you're going to grow me into abundance, into... um, the person in the version of myself that you have always known that I could be. So today, trust God in your growth season because he's doing something amazing. And thank you so much for hanging out with me. And I do hope that you have an absolutely amazing day. See you again soon. Bye-bye.